Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Welcome back to the show. This is Lynn and today I'm excited to talk about toxic relationships, detecting if you are in a toxic relationship, what are the signs? Let's get to it. Today, it's important to be aware of your social landscape, the people in your life and the people who you interact with on an everyday basis. And with that, it's important to be aware of the signs if you have people in your life that may have narcissistic tendencies. And if you have been through this dynamic in your life, you are going to be aware of the signs that we're going to be talking about today. And if you know, you know. I wish somebody shared this with me decades ago. So I want to use my voice today to help those who may not see to be able to detect things in relationships that are not right and that may be a detriment to your emotional well-being. So today, I've got 10 to go over with you. Are you ready to get started? The first is excessive self-centeredness. We're going to dive right in with this one. So narcissistic manipulation often involves an excessive level of attention that they want to be drawn to themselves. So it may show itself in relationships with them monopolizing conversations, seeking attention. If you bring up something, they may draw the attention back to themselves. It is always about them and their interests. They want to be the center of the party at all times, even deep down into interpersonal relationships. Maybe you have something going on that's very important in your life. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with somebody who has narcissistic tendencies. They do not have the empathy to see things from your side. They will only try to draw on your energy and your resources to pull back the attention onto them. They may also disregard things you say. They may downplay your achievements. They may pretend they don't hear you. It's all to bring things back to themselves. So that's the first one, excessive self-centeredness. The next one we're going to talk about is emotional manipulation. Now, I have shared a lot about this in the past. If you have not been privy to our YouTube channel and this podcast, I invite you to go back down the history lane and download or read, listen to the episodes But emotional manipulation, I believe now, is at an all-time high. And it probably has been at an all-time high for years. And I think it's just also now becoming even more intense than it has before. So an emotional manipulation runs deep and it runs wide. 
And the strangest thing about it is, is that it can be hard to detect unless you see the signs of it, which is what we're talking about here today. Gaslighting is one of those signs. Now, the word gaslighting has blown up in the past few years. I heard that in 2022, the word gaslighting was one of the top searched words according to Google. So with gaslighting, what somebody is going to try to do if they are an emotional manipulator is that they're going to try to twist your perception of things. They want to change your reality and what you think. If you say you think one thing, they're going to say, no, what you really think is X, right? So they're trying to change what you think. And it's a very powerful tool that a narcissist or somebody who has narcissistic tendencies uses. And it's so devious because it's subtle, it's undertones, it's casual, and it can be undetected by those who do not see these signs. So if you find yourself questioning your sanity or feeling guilty by expressing your opinions, you may be in the middle of emotional manipulation. Someone doesn't want to hear what you have to say. So they're going to try to reframe it. No, you really think this, right? But it goes deep, emotional manipulation. And it's so wide. There's so many things to talk about. But other forms of emotional manipulation may include them playing the victim, withholding affection or attention as a form of punishment, or using emotional outbursts to intimidate and control you, walking on eggshells right? You've heard that term. So they want you to deliberately walk on eggshells so that you feel a certain way and you provide them with the attention that they need. Next is lack of empathy. Empathy is also now a buzzword out there. People are talking about it, which is great. So an awareness is occurring out there, but it is a crucial component of healthy relationships. If you don't have empathy, if you cannot see from the other person's perspective, you're going to have a hard time having a good, sustainable, healthy relationship. So a narcissist or somebody who has narcissistic tendencies, or even somebody who is just um, a bit too self-centered, they lack the skill of empathy. So that can show itself in various ways as well. So they may disregard your feelings. They may be indifferent. They may just not have it. I remember one conversation I had with an individual back in the day. And I had, I think, cut my finger or something like that. And I was, I don't know, in pain for a little bit. And so I needed some attention. Not much. I needed a Band-Aid or something like that. But I wanted, I needed them to see that I was in a state of being that wasn't right. And what <laughs> one thing they said to me at the time, which was very eye-opening, they actually said to me, I don't have that right now. They declared that they did not have empathy. I thought that was so, so interesting. I don't have that right now, they said. So they, they were no help to me um, in that situation. But nonetheless, let's continue on. So lack of empathy, if you feel constantly invalidated, not cared for, this could all be a sign of being in a narcissistic, emotionally manipulative relationship. Now, this doesn't always have to be in a romantic sense. This can be interpersonal, just regular relationships slash friendships. This can be 
uh, coworkers, colleagues, and even within your own family. But I want you to look out for those in your life who cannot express empathy, not just one time, but chronically, a history where they cannot see things from your side, nor do they make the attempt or the effort to. It's like they have hit a brick wall, which in reality, that is true of true narcissists. They just don't have any. Next, we're going to cover narcissistic manipulative charm. Now, I have a video on our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, and it's called Charisma the acting skills of the narcissist. When you have some time, do a search, pull that video up and listen to it. In addition to that, narcissists or those who have narcissistic tendencies are skilled with charming others. They use flattery, they use charisma. It's all encompassing. So I just want you to watch and observe, but not everyone who has charisma is a narcissist and not every narcissist has charisma, but there is a high propensity, a high probability of those who express charisma that they may be after something and they may be trying to manipulate you. So it's a red flag. It's something to explore a little bit further if you see it. But when somebody is charismatic, What they're doing is they have a persona. They have an air about them that they are putting off. They become an actor, if you will, in a sense, for a period of time. And they're doing it because they want something out of you. Next, we're going to cover the constant need for validation. Now, individuals who are prone to narcissistic manipulation crave constant validation and admiration from others. They want to hear the things. I mean, we all love to hear great things about ourselves, right? But it's different when you're dealing with somebody who has narcissistic tendencies. Their need for validation and admiration never runs out, right? So they expect you to praise honor, do all these things without them necessarily reciprocating that support back to you. So they're like a sponge. They absorb it and they keep on absorbing it. So they rely on external validation to maintain their their ego. And if they don't have it, They can become angry, they can become dismissive, and they could launch out their other manipulative tactics right down the conveyor belt should their needs not be met. Next, we're going to cover the emotional roller coaster. Now, if you've been on this roller coaster, you know. So narcissistic manipulation often leads to being on this roller coaster of high highs, low lows, twists and turns, then you go backwards and the floor drops out. It is a chaotic mess. And so it has been designed to be that way. And if you have time, I want you to also research the cycle of abuse. So it's deliberate and it is chaotic for a reason. So they draw you in, they love bomb you, they say all these wonderful things about you, and then at a certain point that drops off and they start to devalue you. And then this leaves you confused, emotionally drained. You want to go back to them so that you receive the love bomb. This, my friends, is not a healthy, well-balanced relationship. 
and I have an article on my website which talks more about the cycle of abuse. Currently, we have 112 articles, I think, on our website. So if you haven't been there yet, make sure you visit it, movingforwardafterabuse.com, and leave a comment, etc. if you wish. Okay, next, we're going to go into isolation from support networks. One thing a narcissist or somebody who has narcissistic tendencies will try to do is to isolate you from your support networks. And this can mean a variety of things. This could be either moving out away from the city, like in the country, for example. This could be um, them having an irate response to you when you go out with your friends, for example, or even your family. They may try to discourage you from connecting with others. They may have an all-out argument when you come back home from that event. The whole purpose of them isolating you is so that, one, you do not have support from other people, and two, you cannot share your life with them because they don't want you to gain insight from others who may see what's going on with your, your relational dynamic. They want to maintain the control. Yes, it is all about control. They want to have it in every facet of your life. They want to control you. And they do that by isolating you away from people that care about you. It's devious. It is completely devious. Next, we're going to go into constant criticism. A narcissist or somebody who has narcissistic tendencies may often use constant criticism as a means of control. Now, I'm not talking about lighthearted, you know, you, you forgot to put the butter in the refrigerator. I'm talking about a whole other level of constant criticism. I mean, it may mean things like the, the butter in the fridge, right? But it, what is going on is that there's no lift. There's no working together. It is something, it's like being under, I don't even know how to describe it, like a dark cloud and you cannot get out of it. It's the words that come out of somebody else's mouth. It's belittling. It's so hurtful and it cuts to the core. And what's so awful about it is that it's continual. It's over and over again, over and over and over. You may be doing everything right, but they will say or find some small error to nitpick. The whole purpose of them trying to use criticism against you is so that you will start to feel less about yourself. It'll break down your self-confidence. It'll keep you walking on eggshells. It will put you in an emotionally dependent state on them because you're seeking validation from them, which they won't provide. You want them to, you want to go back to the love bomb where things were wonderful. You don't want to be in this state of criticism. So you work harder. You try to perform. You can become a perfectionist, right? But they will still find something to criticize. We've got a couple more to go. Next, we're going to talk about exploitative behavior. Narcissists or those who exhibit narcissistic tendencies are prone to exploiting others for their personal gain. They may use manipulation tactics like we've talked about so far, the emotional manipulation tactics for their gain. It can be not only just emotional, it can be in a professional setting. It could be for financial gain. It's somebody who wants to take advantage of you for what you offer, your resources, 
your well-being, your expertise. They want to twist it and they want to manipulate you and so that you can do it for them so that they somehow can benefit from it. You've heard of weaponized incompetence. Again, I've got an article on that on my website. Check that out when you have some time. Lastly, we're going to cover difficulty in setting boundaries. Now, whenever narcissism is talked about, a lot of times you will hear the discussion on boundary setting, which is absolutely needed and is a valuable tool to learn. And it's, we're always learning about boundaries. It's not like you learn at one time, but it's a skill that needs to be perfected if you come from a background where you have drawn in those who have taken advantage of you in one way or another. But a narcissist or somebody who exhibits narcissistic tendencies may disregard on purpose and with intent your personal boundaries. They see it and they don't really care. They want to assert themselves or they jump over the wall, so to speak, and then they twist the subject of why they did it, right? So it's never their fault. So they may dismiss your boundaries. They may undermine your authority and not give you the respect that you deserve for having that boundary. And this too is how you know if somebody is on your side or not. People should recognize the boundaries of others. And you have a good friend if they recognize your boundaries and respect it, right? A narcissist will not do that. They will see your boundary and think they have all the right in the world to jump over the fence into your personal world. So recognizing these signs, today we covered 10 signs. I encourage you to play this episode over again if you feel that you're dealing with somebody who is challenging you in ways that you don't feel comfortable with, right? These are the red flags. Of course, there are more. And yes, you probably know, I wrote a book called Master Manipulators. And in that book, it talks about 33 different ways that somebody who is a narcissist or who exhibits narcissistic tendencies, these are the tactics, right? That they try to use against you in subtle ways covert ways. So I encourage you to take a look at that. We're on Amazon and it's also on our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com. Subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, sign up to our email list, and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist, grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home, and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level drop us a review. If you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to, consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.